Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. As I speak at this moment, 175 countries have been affected by a worldwide pandemic. Someone, some persons are infected by this coronavirus, COVID-19, in those 175 countries. As a matter of fact, over a half a billion, with a B, people have contracted this virus. And, as of now, over 23,000 people have lost their lives. Here in the United States, uh, we are experiencing the continued upside of the curve as more and more people are testing positive and more people are, are dying. By the time that you view this, which is several days after I record it, the numbers, I'm sure, will be higher than what I've just, just quoted. A worldwide pandemic. As I think about that, a reasonable question comes to mind. It's a question that probably all of us would ask, and it is this. In this worldwide pandemic, where is God? That's a reasonable question to ask. I don't think God is offended at all by us asking that question. And uh, what I would say to that, to that is this. The answers to that question can be found in God's Word. If you want to know where God is, look to God's Word. Now, I want to say, as a human being, as an individual man, I don't have all the answers and I don't want to assume that I have it all together in terms of being able to answer that question. There's a lot that I don't know, a lot that I don't understand. But there's one thing that I do know. God's Word is sure. God's Word is true. It is reliable. And there is there is information in the Word of God that helps us, uh, at least at some level, to answer this question, where is God in all of this suffering, in this pandemic? Why is this happening would be a good question to ask as we look at, uh, look at where God is. And I would turn first to Genesis chapter 2. I've been spending a good bit of time there lately. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 to 17, let's read it. It says this, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. The Lord God commanded the man, saying, From any tree of the garden you may eat freely, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat from it, you will surely die. Man, that's pretty clear. And you know, I assume, the rest of the story. In chapter 3, uh, we re- have the record of, of Satan coming in, in the form of the serpent, tempting Eve, and uh, Adam was standing by complacent and complicit in Eve's transgression, and then he actually joined her, and they both ate the forbidden fruit, and, and uh, God said, there are consequences to disobeying me. Consequences. He says, in the day that you eat, you shall surely die. Now, 
obviously he didn't mean that at that very moment they would drop dead, but what he meant was death would enter their life. Death would enter their existence. It would be a part of it and everything that goes with it. And from that day to this day, and by the way, I believe it's a literal story about two literal people, and I believe that they literally disobeyed God at eating from a forbidden tree. And if you don't believe that, uh, we're, we're on two different levels. We're, we're, we're on two different wavelengths is what I'm trying to say. I believe it with all of my heart. And so uh, the, the, the consequences fell. And from that day forward, there's been sickness and disease and tragedy. And, and there's been physical death, but more importantly, spiritual death. Separation from God because death is separation. Separation of the body and soul and spirit, but also separation from God. And we were separated by God uh, in our sins. And we were born with a sin nature, passed down from the federal head of the human race, Adam. And uh, ever since that time, things throughout all of this beautiful earth have have been uh, sick. And there's death everywhere. And so... uh, Any of us that live in this environment, all of us that live in this environment, we're susceptible to getting sick, to getting diseases, to to having tragedies happen. It's it 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 doesn't overlook anybody. No one is immune from from all of those kinds of things. Now, not everybody has uh, some kind of a terrible major tragedy in their life, but everybody eventually dies. And everybody at some time in their life gets sick or feels sorrow or separation, all of the things that come with it. It's just a part of living in this world. Listen to what Romans chapter 8 says, and um, let me get there. Romans chapter 8, look at verses 20 through 22. Romans 8, 20 says, For the creation, so we're talking about this world, the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly. Futility is, is uh, what we, I've been talking about here. Not willingly, but because of him who subjected it. God put, uh, put uh, the, circum- the consequences on us in, in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption. Corruption is what I've been talking about. Sickness, disease. It would be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now. All of creation suffers under the curse, under the curse of sin, under the curse and the consequences of sin. And so, it is a general curse that all of us live under to some degree. And so, pandemics like we are experiencing now is a part of that. And, and nobody is immune from it. All of us could get it, could, could uh, suffer the consequences of that. But, there's another thing to think about as we answer this question. And, and that is found in John chapter 9. Verses 1 to 4, another story that the Lord gives. He says, As he, Jesus, passed by, he saw a man blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? They were assuming that it was somebody's fault. Now, here's what Jesus said. Jesus answered, It was neither that this man sinned nor his parents, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed in him. And then he goes on to say, We must work 
the works of him who sent me as long as it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. Jesus said in this case, it wasn't the result of anybody's individual sin, not his parents, not his, not not uh, the man himself who was born blind. It wasn't uh, their sin that caused that. He was born, as I said again, into a world where anybody is is liable to get something. He said, but this was so that God's purposes could work out, that God could could get the glory when Jesus healed him from his blindness. We've got to remember that God has His own purposes that are at work. <clears throat> Recently, in the last few months, I've read through the book of Job twice. And I want to tell you, when you read through that book and spend some time thinking about it, you see that Job, he didn't know what was going on. He was a righteous man, a man of integrity, but he was under a test and he didn't even realize what had gone on in the heavenlies before between God and Satan. But you see, God had his own agenda, his own purposes, and and God can do that. Then there's one other thing as we ask, why is this happening? Not only it's because of uh, we live in a corrupted world and anybody can, can, can get caught in it, and and not only it's because God works His own purposes and His sovereign will, but Romans chapter 1, verses 24, 26, and 28 talks about the fact that God gave them over. Three times He says God gave them over. What's He talking about? People that continue to reject God and, and, and uh, harden their heart to God. God just says, okay, you got what you want. You got what you want. And I pray to God that's not what's happening here. So what can we take away from this? Well, first of all, and I want you to hear this. Hear this very clearly. Here is a major takeaway from this. I hope we don't miss this. And it is this. A gracious, merciful God is giving us through this pandemic a heads up. You see, He has every right to cut all of us off right now. God is righteous and holy, we are not. Those of us that believe in Christ, we're covered because of Christ, not because of us. We are sinful men and women. God has every right. He's the one that created us. He has every right to destroy us. But thank God, He isn't. In His grace and in His mercy, these kinds of things gives us kind of a heads up. He's speaking hope to us through His church. You know, millions of people have tuned in on social media to online services, something that wasn't going on at that level until this pandemic occurred. And that's just one example of how God is using this to speak hope to His church and to the world and to to say to the world, come to me, come, I'm giving you an opportunity. This is a heads up from a gracious, loving, merciful God. Listen up. Every time I preach a funeral, And I see people in the audience, I'm reminded that in that tragedy, God is speaking to the living and He's saying, your your turn's next. Are you prepared? Are you ready? God is graciously giving them a heads up. Then a second thing that we can take away from this is, is this, much greater judgment is on its way. And what I'm talking about is this, in 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 10, we are told that the earth will eventually be destroyed by fire. The heavens and the earth will be destroyed by fire and God will create a new heaven and a new earth. And in Revelation chapter 20, verse 15, we're told that all those that are Christ rejectors, that are non-believers, 
will be cast into the eternal lake of fire. Not pretty stuff to think about. We don't like to talk about it. Some people will be embarrassed to even believe it or to say that they believe it. But I'm telling you, I believe it because it's in the Word of God. I don't like the fact that there will be people for eternity under the judgment of God. But greater judgment is coming. This worldwide pandemic is nothing compared to what's coming for those that reject the Lord. But listen, here's another takeaway for believers, for followers of Christ, a better day is coming. I want you to listen as I close out this from uh, Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 to 4. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. Listen now. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and He will dwell among them, and they shall be His people, and God Himself shall be among them. And He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning, nor crying, or pain. The first things have passed away. That's good news. For those of us that are believers, life is brief and life sometimes is hard and harsh and we suffer and we get sick and we have separations and we have all kinds of bad things that happen in this life. And even death, death of our loved ones and eventually death of ourselves. But the good news is for believers, eternity is going to be forever with God Almighty in relationship with Him. He'll be with us, among us. We'll be His people and we will see Him and there will be no more death or mourning or pain or sorrow. None of that. And so, the suffering that we have here is temporary. All of what I've said is written in the Word of God. Beyond that, only God knows. But God can be trusted. Do I have all the answers? No. But I want to turn you to the Word of God that can give us hope and give us perspective that we so desperately need. I hope that you stay safe and well as this pandemic eventually passes. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.